episode of the Light Podcast. I'm Scott Pearson, and as always, every day, every week, every month, I'm joined by my brother, Big John L. And this time, I'm not going to ask where you at because I already know. I already know, Big John. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on with you, man? You know me. I'm still... I'm still basking in the glory of this latest LP that uh, just dropped and just set the world on complete fire. Oh, you're not wasting any time. Normally we, we no. you know, shoot the no. shit a little bit in the beginning, but hey, no. I'm with that. I'm with that. No. I'm with that. Why don't you just, you know, without wasting any time, why don't you let them know what it is we're going to do? Well, on this episode, like Scott said, we're very happy to be coming to you talking about one of the best LPs of 2019. And that is, of course, Rhapsody entitled E. And let me tell you a couple things about this LP real quick, everybody. And if you haven't listened to it as of yet, push pause. Scott and I will understand. Push pause on this episode, then go listen to it and then come back and listen to this episode. Because this is because this is like, you know, you're going to school, you know, you're going to have a test and you ain't studying. If you don't listen to that Rhapsody LP before you listen to this episode of the Light Podcast, you're going to you're going to miss a lot of what we're about to talk about. And if you listen to the podcast and then try to listen to the LP, you're definitely going to come back and listen to the podcast again because you're going to be like, oh, okay, I understand now. You know, you're definitely going to circle back around. So we definitely appreciate the double listens and the third listen and the fourth and the fifth. But we want you to really grasp and really feel what we're about to bring to you on this episode of the Light Podcast, talking about this incredible. I mean, Scott, you know me, man. You you know I can put some adjectives and adverbs together, but I am at a loss of superlatives to talk about this particular LP. What about you? Let me let me let me say my piece, man, before we jump into this. Man. Like normally we we joke around, we bullshit and all that, but this ain't no joking matter. You see what I'm saying? Because we 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 talk a lot about, you know, what's missing in hip hop. You know what I mean? What's 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 going on with the state of hip hop today and all this and that. And we kinda came to a uh, to a crossroads a few episodes back where we said, you know, we tired of the complaining, you know what I'm saying? Let's try to understand what's going on. Let's embrace, you know, the culture. Let's let's help push the needle forward. This isn't that nonstop. This is what happened. Eve dropped and it did exactly that. You know what I mean? There was a lot of work that went into the production. There was obviously a lot of work that went into the rhymes, the poetry, the lyricism. There was a lot of thought and process that went into the theme of what this album is. And it's, it's, it's something that needs to be discussed at length, you know, not just in one episode, but commentary, you know, in the community. You know what I mean? Because, you know, this is, this is, this is hip hop. You know what I mean? If, you know, without even listening to a single note of the LP, I'm talking about before I hit play, just look at the track listing. You know what I mean? Talk when you, about When you read the track listing, there's an immediate familiarity that occurs yes, in, your, in your brain that immediately attracts you to the experience that you're about to have with this with this music. You know what I mean? Without putting it into a box, without slapping a label onto it. You know what I mean? It's 
it's something that's 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 hard to explain. It's something that you got to experience by listening. It's deeper to than hip hop. It's deeper it's than hip hop. It's definitely deeper yeah. than hip hop. Yeah, it's it's genreless. It's genreless, and um, there's so many levels to this to this project. You know what I mean? That 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 can't be done justice. You know what I mean? In 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 one podcast episode, it's it's got to be done through listening. You know what I mean? Through 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 hearing Rhapsody, through hearing you know the features that she brought with her, through through, through hearing the production, through understanding, you know what I mean, the titles that she gave to each of the records, you know what I mean. And you know what I'm gonna do is I, I, I was about four episodes back. We'll be talking about female MCs, and we no and we went through and we and we ranked. It was you, it was you that had Rhapsody on in your in your top five. It was you, you know what I'm saying. So it was. It's only right, out of utmost respect, that you kick this thing off. This is John's idea. He came to me not even twelve hours ago. I'm like, this is what we're gonna do, Scott. <laughs> I didn't have a choice in the matter. Right, he, right. Said, he said, be ready. You know what I mean? This, I was kind of passionate about it. I was kind of yeah, passionate yeah, about yeah. it. He said, Scott, you just need to be ready at this time. I mean, I'm not taking no for an answer. So here we are. You know, let me talk about the the format of this thing. We're gonna take it back to to you know the early days to, to episode one yes, of the light podcast you know yes, what i mean we, where we went through you know lps track by track and we and we kind of gave you our feelings our thoughts you know not from a critical standpoint we didn't really critique the albums even though sometimes we did but we just we just gave you our thoughts on it you know what i'm saying so right we're gonna go through track by track we're gonna talk about what it meant to us you know what i mean and like i said and like we always say our opinion don't mean shit to nobody man this is just me you know what I'm saying? Scott and John just kicking the shit on the on the light podcast, inviting y'all to the party. Without further ado, the very first track off of Rhapsody's groundbreaking LP Eve is entitled Nina. Now, as we're going to get into, and as you already know, if you listen to this LP, each track is titled from a strong African American female. And we'll talk about that at the end as to why Rhapsody did this. But we cannot talk about this album and talk about these tracks without talking a little bit about the muse for each individual track. So if you don't know Nina Simone, I strongly suggest, once again, you hit pause and Google's a very strong search engine and just type in her name. Nina Simone was born Eunice Kathleen Wayman. She was an American singer, songwriter, musician, as well as an arranger, and a staunch civil rights act, um, activist. Her music spanned so many genres, from classical jazz to blues to folk, R&B, gospel, pop. I mean, spoken word, Nina Simone was an absolute jewel to behold whenever you could take in her art form, how she was dishing it out. She was born February 21st, 1933 in Tyson, North Carolina, and she passed away April 21st, 2003 over in France. She has one child and her child is named Simone, who's also a well-known Broadway actress as well as singer. Um, so without further ado, track one, Nina. An artist's duty, as far as I'm concerned, is to reflect the times. I think that is true of, of, of painters, sculptors, poets, musicians. I, as far as I'm concerned, it's their choice. But I choose to reflect 
the times and the situations in which I find myself. That to me is my duty. I, and, and at this crucial time in our lives, when everything is so desperate, when every day is a matter of survival, I don't think you can help but be involved. Young people, black and white, know this. That's why they're so involved in politics. We will shape and mold this country, or it will not be molded and shaped at all anymore. So I don't think you have a choice. How can you be an artist and not reflect the time? And John, you know, just to kind of, you know, educate the community on 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 basically how how powerful this 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 track is and and, and where it came from, the sample that they pull, you know, to pull this track together, Strange Fruit. I mean, you might've heard it, you know, from Billie Holiday, but Nina Simone took it and ran with it. And, you know, that's that provides the spine, that provides the backing to this track. And, um, you know, getting back into the history of Nina Simone, you know, there's the obvious North Carolina connection. I mean, that's a, where Rhapsody famously, you know, is from. And she shouts out, you know, her, you know, her, her heritage, her beginnings, you know, where she's from in every one of her tracks. And she lets you know unabashedly that she's from North Carolina. You know what I mean? So there's, there's no mistaking why Nina is the first track. Secondly, Nina Simone was one of the most powerful black women in music. I mean, the list of firsts, you know what I'm saying, that she's a part of, you know, you know going back, in, you know, into a time where it was unheard of for a black woman to command the presence, for a black woman to command the audience, for a black woman to command the respect and, and demand the respect that Nina Simone did back then was was just, you know, for lack of a better adjective, incredible. I mean, there's the famous story of her, you know, going to Sweden, you know what I mean? And, and going up to, you know, a, uh, a music executive that was eating dinner with his family. And she pulled up and rolled up with a pistol, shoved it in his mouth and demanded to be paid and got paid. You know, that's that's Nina Simone, y'all. You know what I mean? She wasn't, you know, what I'm saying she, she wasn't a thug. You know what I mean? She wasn't nothing like that. She demanded respect. And, you know, she didn't take no shorts. You see what I'm saying? She didn't, you know, she demanded to be placed on a level playing field. So the fact that Rhapsody chose her as the muse for this first track, you know, it's, it's just an outstanding choice. And if I could point to one lyric that kind of drove it home for me, it's right up front. Emit light, rap, or Emmett Till. Now, John, I'm going to throw it to you. This is Save song. over time for this the is... people at the back. Cause they didn't hear you. They didn't hear you. She said emit light, rap, or Emmett Till. Now, if I need to explain to you, you know, there's a reason why we call this show the light podcast. You know what I mean? Right. You know what I'm saying? Light is such a loaded word. You know, it's about it's about the quality of your soul. It's it's, it's grace. And what she said was emit light, rap, or Emmett Till. Now, so John, what does that mean? You know, when you hear Emmett Till, what does that mean? Emmett Till, for everybody who already knows, and if not, again, Google's a very powerful search engine. Mm -hmm. Emmett Till, of course, was beaten for no reason at all. And it would have never have come to light without his mom and without other civil rights activists beating that drum, sounding it loud for everybody to pay attention as to what was going over here what was going on over here. Because how that young man died, how brutally he was slain, 
can't even put words to it, Scott. Yeah, it's so when she yeah. drops it, so mm-hmm. so so when she jumps in with that, emit light, you know, shine a light on what's going on in our world. Rap, speak it out, say it loud on everything that is from Emmett Till till now. Powerful, super powerful, man. And then, you know, I don't think there's a better way to to, to begin an LP. I drew a line without showing my body. That's a skill. You know what I mean? Like, she's not calling out nobody. She's not throwing anybody under the bus. But yes, she is. Yes, listen, she is. Listen. Listen. She what she's doing is she's responding to commercial Talk about it. commercial yes. hip hop. Commercial hip hop exactly. demands that female MCs look like this. Yep. Commercial hip hop demands that female MCs dress and look and behave like this. You know what I mean? So I'll call out the names for her. She's talking about the Cardinals. She's talking about the Nickies. She's yep. talking about the Stallions and all them, all the other nonsense. Nah, Rhapsody's coming at you with intelligence, with light, with grace, and winning, and winning. Lest it's Tip or some Andre, it's Namaste when you greet me. Come at me with respect. So she's putting herself on the same level as the greats, as she should. Dope track, John. I am who? I am Nina and Roberta. The one you love but ain't heard of. Mm -hmm. Got my middle finger up like Pac after attempted murder. Failed to kill me. It's still me. Woke up singing Shirley Murdoch. Come on. I love how she invokes Tupac. Because what does Tupac say to everybody of our generation? Revolution, rebellion. Mm-hmm. So she's so she's bringing in that soul, that grace from the Ninas and the Shirley Murdochs, and she's bringing in that grace. But then she say at the same time, I got my finger up like Tupac. Everybody, I'm not even gonna say it for people who don't know, because everyone knows that iconic picture of Tupac in the wheelchair with his finger up. Mm-hmm. Every and that's after he um, everyone knows that photo. How much more defiant can you be as a person than that? So she's speaking of the defiance to the system. She's speaking of what Nina Simone was talking about. And she's like, I'm up early like Shirley Murdoch. Come on, man. Come on, man. Mm, I got to hit mute. <laughs> so why you getting yourself together? Let me talk about, you know, the poet that she brought in on this project. You know, Miss Miss Raina Biddy. Yes. yes. Raina is... You know, completely amazing, man. And, you know, she's, you know, exactly, you know, what this project needed on a couple of tracks to, to, to take some of these some of these records home. And one of the things that she said at the end, you know, this is this was this was this was Rhapsody firmly planting her flag. Right. Like I'm I'm over here now. You see what I'm saying? And I'm going to take, you know, this culture on my back because I'm a strong black woman and we are moving forward. Not sideways, you know what I mean? We're not shucking and jiving for the commercial. See what I'm saying? We are moving forward, not backwards, not side to side, forward. And she's also explaining her strength as a black woman. Do you see my pain? Do I seem like prey? Like, are you stupid? 
Bro, dope track to bring this thing in. Dope track to bring this thing in. Man, I I I cannot get over. It's kind of like, you know, when an album starts, right? I was mm. watching the, uh, you know, not to date this episode, but if you haven't seen it yet, go check it out. And that's the, uh, it's a show on Showtime, and it's called Hitsville, The Making of Motown. Oh, yeah. And Barry Gordy mm. talked mm. about, you know, him and, I love watching these old brothers, you know what I mean, who were part of the civil rights era, just sit back and kick and talk and volley the same way you and I do. Mm-hmm. You understand know what I'm saying? And he's and he's kicking back, you know, and he's talking and he's talking about how if you don't grab a person, you know, it's him and Smokey Robinson sitting in like some studio some somewhere. And he's like, if you don't, Barry Gordy says, where Smokey Robinson is saying about Barry Gordy that his whole thing back then was you had to grab a person within 10 seconds. And then Barry Gordy kind of jumps in, you know, cause they're almost like best, they're probably best friends, how they kicked it off. Oh, no and doubt. they were, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so he, you know, just like you and I, we over talk one another and Barry Gordy was like, because you have to, he said, you gotta bring it in. He gave a couple examples of, you know, different things. He's, you know, I know you want, and this is how this LP jumps off. That's a it great, gets you from the very beginning. It's great that very Gordy type of. I'm getting you right. I'm I'm holding on to your throat and I'm not letting you go. Great way to start this track or this me, LP. Excuse me. Let me let me let me let me just say this last thing about this track. I mean, because we can go hours on just Nina, right? But dope way to start an LP. Anytime you come across, like you know. I love producing music. I love what I do. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop producing. If I'm digging for records and I see a record and the name of the track is Nina, I'm buying it on site. You see what I'm saying? That, <laughs> that's just, there's just no question about it. There's a couple rules when talking about digging. One of them is if there's a naked lady on the cover, you get it, right? Because there's some soul on that album. The second one now, the new rule is if you see an album and one of the tracks is called Nina, you get that shit. Immediately, I don't care how much it costs, you get it, right? <laughs> and one of the things that we didn't we didn't hit on, and it's, it's going to be like the theme throughout the course of the entire episode, is the name of the album is Eve, and what is Eve? Oh. Eve is the first. You see what I'm saying? Like I, I'm, I'm not sure people understand what Rhapsody is doing here. She's taking her place. You know what I mean? Eve is the first. You see what I'm saying? That's how powerful, you know, she's rendering herself in the game right now i'm going to take this and i'm going to leave i'm going to leave it's her time all right get out get out what get out look get out look i want you to get out and lean up against the wall and in 60 seconds i want you to run that way cleo fuck no hell no Stoney, shut up we gotta split up okay we gotta look i'll catch up to y'all later i promise what are we gonna do about the money just hold on to it Come on, let's go. All right, motherfuckers. Suspect's on the road. Morning, here go. Here we go, me and you. Me and you. The next track, I'm gonna make a full mission here, John. I got it wrong. I got it wrong, right? So the assignment was the assignment you gave me was we're gonna go through this thing track by track. We're gonna understand who 
these tracks are about understand where she pulled you know the essence of the track from talk about that and then and then you know dive into the track so i'm looking at the name of the track and it's cleo so what i was thinking was cleo who's cleo is it cleopatra so it's gotta be cleopatra right so you know pharaoh egypt all right so she's she's going you know she's 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 talking about you know a a powerful woman leader of a nation our leader you know she's she's making the comparison of 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 ancient egypt to hip-hop all right i'm with that nope that's not the cleo she's talking about i found out the cleo she was talking about from a track that occurs later on in the album i'm not going to talk about that right now because that track is my favorite track on the album so i'm not going to disclose i'm not going to disclose that right up here up front but cleo is the name of one of my favorite characters from one of my favorite movies and that set it off we all know who cleo is on set it off that is the honorable queen latifah you know what i'm saying with the corn rolls the one that actually set it off in the movie one of the dopest hood flicks you know out there you see what i'm saying and cleo was extremely powerful she was take no bullshit take no nonsense this is what i'm doing i'm gonna get that money and i'm gonna do it right now and by any means necessary you see what i'm saying and so the way i looked at this track is this is a psa this is a public service announcement rhapsody is putting the game on notice with this track and she's using cleo as the catalyst to do that you know what i'm saying a black woman's story they don't want this kind of rapping they love a fantasy they love that gangbang action that gun bang action excuse me there we go going after commercial hip-hop she's breaking down the structure that commercial hip-hop has has taken upon itself to present to us and we fell for it hook line and sinker we talked about this at length john see what i'm saying commercial hip-hop put that put that scaffolding up for us and was like this is how we want hip-hop to be and what do we do we hop skipped and jumped right into that frame trap and put out a bunch of bullshit trap <laughs> you know what i'm saying say it <laughs> so I'm, I'm just i'm just gonna go ahead and repeat that line one more time she said a black woman's story she's talking about her story a black woman's story they don't want this kind of rapping why because this kind of rapping is revealing a strong black woman on mm-hmm. a mic on a mic that's not following you know what i'm saying the the, the framework that we set well we can't have that you know what i'm saying we need the cardies we need the nickies we need that bullshit you know what I'm saying? Because that keeps, you know what I'm saying? That keeps that train rolling. They love a fantasy. They love that gun bang action. I don't think I have to break it down any many any any more clean than how Rhapsody did. No she doubt, put the game man. on notice. She put the game on notice, man. Commercial hip hop is 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 dying. A very slow death, you know what I'm saying? And the bullshit is keeping it afloat. The bullshit is keeping it afloat. But people like Rhapsody. Those are the shining beacons. She said it on the first, on the first, on the first track, John. Emit light, rap, or emit till. If you don't emit light, then you're gonna suffer the same fate. Let's go. When when she breaks in with verse one, talk about pondering, pondering how to approach some of y'all, some of y'all sensitive, mm-hmm. but y'all still need to know. Wonder how a bunch of sheep can have opinions on a goat. That's why we don't like lists. We don't do lists, John. 
Right, right. There it is, right there. <laughs> we don't. There do it that. is, right there. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, I'm gonna skip over. But then she comes, comes down, questions why they ever want to push a black woman. You said that. I just wanted to tie that piece in, man. And folks, you gotta understand why. Why most, a lot of people in the hip hop game right now are so excited about this LP. Because the subject matter, everything that she's touching on, that she's lining it up, and all you got to do, like Jay did the blueprint, all you got to do is just listen and pay attention. That's it. She's bringing you on the others. She's taking you back to the MC Lights of the world. She's taking you back to the Lauryn Hills. She already said, I'm not on, on track one. She already said, my body, I'm drawing a different line with it. I'm not, you know what I mean? She's not showing her all that. And then she circles back around right here when she brings in Cleo, the very first verse. How can I talk to some of y'all? Because some of y'all are sensitive <laughs> and you can't handle the truth because the truth should not offend. The truth should uplift and enlighten. That's what the truth should do to you. No doubt. But she's but she's already she's recognizing that a lot of you people out there are a little frail. You know what I'm saying? What happened to, hence we go back to all the track titles, Ninas, the Ninas of the world, the Cleos of the world. So when she says this right here, Scott, she's taking that theme and she's pushing it through the entire album, through the track titles right there in that verse. Some of y'all are sensitive. You're not like, and you need to be like these track titles so we can move this culture along. I want to say thank you to Rhapsody. I want to say thank you for putting out a piece of artwork that enables this thing of ours that we call hip hop to become more sustainable. No doubt. And not even counting all the other female MCs that you're giving light to. Now they can come up and they can understand that they don't have to be like on the other side because we because you're drawing a line in the sand. But what we're doing over here is all about positivity and, and upliftment. Get with it. No doubt. No doubt. And she, you know, she does her best, you know what I mean, to keep it respectful. You know what I mean? To keep it on the up and up. But, you know, she got to say it, though. She had to say it. She's talking about, you know what I mean? She said, some of y'all sisters in the industry, you know who, you know y'all was friendly. You know what I mean? You said I was dressing too tomboy. I rapped too lyrical. <laughs> Bro, what does that even mean? You rapped too lyrical. What does that even mean? Somebody explain that to me. But you know who she's talking about. Come on, y'all. Like podcast fam. You know who she's talking about. She's speaking her truth. You know what I'm saying? She's speaking her truth. She put the industry on notice. She's breaking down these frameworks. Each album that comes out like this is breaking down that commercial bullshit. And that's how we wake up. Wake up. She followed the rules, John. Rules the rules of okay. hip hop. She followed the <laughs> rules. Tell them, tell them where you're from. Tell them what your name <laughs> is. Tell them how dope you are. She did that on this track, bro. Cleo, she told you how dope she is. Do me a, do me a quick favor. What's up? Say say the first few lines of verse two for us before we take this track out. Let's keep it and a whole let's, G. Let's keep it a whole G. Boom. Talk talk about it up front. The best point blank period every month. Bro, I'm not even gonna talk about the level she went to on that. Come Yo, on, man. The best point blank period every month. Come on, man. I'm a female. I'm still a female, but I'm the best. Just in case you <laughs> forgot. Period, John, every month. Do I got to explain it to you? I have to honestly say that 
everything is worth it. The hard work, the times when you're tired, the times when you're a bit sad, the, the good moments when you're on stage performing in front of thousands of people. In the end, it's all worth it because it really makes me happy. And I wouldn't trade it for anything else in the world. You know, right now, it's hard to say what I want my legacy to be, you know, what I want people to say when I'm long gone. I want people to look at me as a full-on entertainer and a good person. Music's supposed to stir emotions. So anytime you have good music, you should have a lot of emotions, regardless of what those emotions are, happy, crying, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> just moving right along, you know, and... and <laughs> This is going to stir even more emotions because oh, the anniversary oh, yeah. of her death was just a few days ago. So track three entitled Aaliyah. Everyone knows who Aaliyah, you know what I mean? We don't have to, you know, but say a few words on her. She was a R&B icon even before she passed away. Um, so, so tragically, uh, simply because of the people whom she was linked to, as well as how superb her voice was, how edgy her music was. I mean, Back when Aaliyah was on, I mean, she, there, there, you couldn't see anything without seeing the influence of Aaliyah escape. I mean, there were so many groups that were so talented back then. They were all flowing in the same vein. That that 90s hip hop vibe, R&B mixed together was really starting to blow up. And she was definitely on the bleeding edge of that. You know, intrinsically linked to Dame Dash, so that brings in Rockefeller, it brings in all those producers. I mean, she had everything from the entertainment side of her life very well at hand. And again, her untimely demise. Without further ado, track three, Aaliyah. She was, she was our princess, man. She was one of those that couldn't do no wrong, man. You see what I'm saying? And, you know, this further indication that Rhapsody understands her place, understands the power of her position in hip hop. Jim said, what is one of the things that we said that's so important, you know what I mean, about, about hip hop, about this, about this culture, it's about education. See what I'm saying? She understands that the youngins are listening. She understands that, you know, there's a vacuum, you know, that needs to be filled, you know, with, with knowledge and upliftment. Consciousness, you see what I'm saying? I go back to that last track that we just did. We just talk about, you know, hey, you know, the sisters in hip hop fronting, you know who you are, you know what I'm saying? She's dressed too tomboy, she rapped too lyrical, you know what I mean? But this one here, this this track here, Leah, I jumped to the end of the song, you know what I mean? If I could begin the discussion of the track by, by starting with the end of the song, she said, let me put you on game. I'm a real one, you know what I mean? She, she's talking about her strength by detailing and discussing, you know what I'm saying, her femininity, her femininity. I know I probably didn't say that wrong, I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but you know what the hell I meant. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> She's letting you know, you know what I mean? I'm a female, but that don't have nothing to do, you see what I'm saying, with, with my abilities on this mic. I'm gonna tell you, you know, what that means to me. I'm a real one. Man, I love how she put Flojo's name in here. I mean, she dropped so many names in Education. this particular track. Education. Man, and, and it's so tightly woven together. How she takes all these lyrics, she talks about Mary J. Blige, 
she talks and she's dropping in their song lyrics and or titles of their songs in this particular cut. How much of a lyricist do you have to be in order to do that and not make it sound Dr. Seuss's? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like you're just making things rhyme just to rhyme, but you're actually going that slick Rick route where you're telling a story. Mm-hmm. Her abilities to do that just further expanded, just further, you know, illuminated, not expanded, but just illuminated more her overarching ability as E M C E E. No doubt. Skeez is going to be skeezers, John. I'm just dope. <laughs> I love that. She understands what's going on. She understands. Oh, she understands how the game is laid out. It's nice and flat. You want to be a female right. MC? This is what you got to do. This is the only this way is, you can make it. This this is what you got to look like. I'm going to make it hard for you, Rhapsody. You too lyrical. Again, I'm waiting. Somebody tell me what the hell that means. You too lyrical. I, I still don't get it. But anyway, but you a female MC. You're supposed to look like this. You ain't supposed to look conscious. You ain't supposed to emit light. You're supposed to talk about your booty. See what I'm saying? Nah, I'm not going to do that. Skeezers going to be skeezers. I'm just dope. Say that, Rhapsody. I'm with you. My point is, education really opened the door, as we all know. I'm not going to give you the education speech. How do you change a person's life? I had, prior to um, starting my school in South Africa, I had this big idea that I was going to, emotional, that I was going to take all 100 families out of the projects of Green and Green, and I was going to give them a new life, and I was going to buy them homes and stuff. And that did not work. Yeah. It w- failed miserably. I had a big sister program that I started. Failed miserably. So I realized that for me, I, first of all, I realized you don't change, as you all are recognizing through the SEED program, you first have to change the way a person thinks and <clears throat> sees themselves. So you've got to create a sense of aspiration a sense of hopefulness so a person can see, can begin to even have a vision for a better life. And if you can't connect to that, then, 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 you, then you lose. You lose and they lose. And it's just money after money after money. So for me, it's um, using my philanthropy to do what I have found to be enormously uh, uh, helpful, you know, the light in my life was education. Mm-hmm. So for me, in the beginning when I started to make money, especially when it's published, everybody and their brother calls Comes you. Over, yeah. And then you've got to make a decision. Am I going to do what everybody else wants me to do? Or am I going to be led by, by who I really am? You know, on, on every album, there's a change up, right? There's a curveball, a change up, an interlude. I don't care what you call it. This is, I believe this is going to be what one of those tracks are. See what I'm saying? And again, Oprah Winfrey, one of our leaders, you know what I'm saying? One of our one of our shining beacons, one of our icons. She's gonna go down as one of the greats. See what I'm saying? But when you think about Oprah Winfrey, what's the first thing you think about, John? Me, personally? Yeah. I think about the chorus okay. of this particular track. Yeah. Because right. to me, this this track is speaking to Black economic empowerment through financial, you know, um, the way those dollars circulate in our community. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No dollars, doubt. dollars, dollars circulate. And she's talking to me the way I'm interpreting this track. 
the way Oprah is a media mogul, billionaire, obviously. So how she circulates her money, how that money could do so much more if it was circulating through black banks. How it can do so much more if it was circulating through the black economy. So to me, it's this track right here, the curveball that you spoke of for me was while it was a shout out to Oprah, it was also a, hey, we need more of that Oprah. We need more Oprahs. We need Oprah to make more Oprahs. You understand what I'm saying? You know, I'm not saying that Oprah always makes the right decisions or, or, or what she does always turns out on the right side or whatever, but her intentions are pure. Right. right? Oprah understands her position. You know what I'm saying? Her Rhapsody do exactly what she was talking about and what she was doing when she chose Rhapsody as when she chose Oprah as the muse of this song. Keep it humble. It's all right to, to borrow a dollar. You know what I'm saying? Come over to my house, eat, you know what I'm saying, with my mama. It's all good. You know what I mean? We're not all doing, you know what I'm saying? We're, we're not all making millions. See what I'm saying? Right. Right. It's, it's got to be about the struggle sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But when you're struggling, and if I got it, then you got it. See what I'm saying? Uplift me. Uplift me. She said it on track one, John. Emit the light. Rap about it. No that. doubt. See what I'm I, saying? I love, I love how she opened up this track, man, with verse one. I'm a master. You should give me an honorary master's. The new slave talking like they got a master. Screaming free thought. All the greatest legends behind bars, they really talk. She's talking about all the greats from the civil rights era who the FBI set up wrongfully in prison. Google's a powerful search engine. Teach a man to fish. I'm not going to tell you the answer. Go look it up. Oh, hold on. It's a double entendre. You know what I'm saying? Not only is she talking yes, about sir. them. Not only is she talking about them. She's talking about the great legends behind bars. Yep. You're talking about those those lyrical gems Go that ahead. we repeat. All the greatest legends behind bars, they really talk. Ain't about that bullshit, John. You know what I'm saying? They really talking to you. I'm talking about Guru. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about Nas. I'm talking mm-hmm. about Tip. I'm talking about Andre. Rhapsody is on it, man. She understands what this is all about. And every track she's letting you know. Education. Education. Listen. Listen to this. You gotta listen to what she's saying, man. You know what I mean? I think we've gotten really comfortable in uh you know letting some of these lyrics kind of slip through our fingers and when they're out the other. You know what I mean? Listen to the beat. You know, let it pass. Oh, that was clever, that was witty. Nah. Listen to what she's saying. There's so much density into what she's talking about. And we haven't had that in a long time. You know what I mean? So I don't think I don't think our ears are conditioned. See what I'm saying? For uh for this. So I'm talking commercially. I'm talking commercially because I can I can name some some artists that are doing it, you know, in the in the subterranean realms, you know what I'm saying, that uh that are really doing it, man. But but Rhapsody is is you know, is is emitting that light. You know what I mean? I really love how she put that. That shows me that that's somebody that understands what's going on, that understands the state of this situation, that understands her position in the culture. It's a funny thing. I went to this opening to see uh, 
dry white season. And it was the premiere, and you know, they always get up and give a little talk before the movie, and they, they sort of said, wasn't it a, a grand thing that this black woman directed this movie? This is the first time a major studio is doing it. And people are applying. I'm going, no, this is terrible. That the movies are like 100 years old. And this is the first time a black woman's directed a major motion picture. This is horrendous. Now, it's very strange. Would you want to direct? Absolutely not. So now next, next up is Whoopi. And I want to tell you right now, this track is going to sneak up on a lot of people. So we already know Whoopi Goldberg. We are, I mean, how much more can you say about the actress, the comedian? I mean, she is, you know, one of those members of the media. And I like how uh, Rhapsody put this right behind the Oprah track. She's talking to the women who are powerful in media and using them as an example in order to come and help everybody and everyone else understand a couple of things that are going on. So. I'm not going to get into the whole Whoopi, where was she born? And I mean, her resume, just like Oprah's resume, pretty much speaks for itself. What I want to do is save some of that time so we can talk about this track. Whoopi Goldberg has done it. It's one of the few, one of the few artists of our generation, black, white, Spanish, Chinese, whatever, that has done it on every stage and succeeded at a very high level. She's got a Tony. She's got a Grammy. I'm saying she got a Tony, she got an Oscar. Whoopi's been doing it for a long time. Her voice is supremely powerful in our culture. And you know, if you look at just 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 listen to what to what Rhapsody's talking about on this track, they're gonna make a sister act up. Angela Bassett blow the whole car up. I ain't even gassing. You know how much information. Is in those two lines right there. Sister Act, one of the one, two, three, know, and four. How many Sister Act? Whoopi made a mint off them joints and reached a lot of people and said a lot of powerful things through those particular movies. Yeah. But go ahead, Scott. In my opinion, Sister Act <laughs> Two was the only one that matters. Lauren Hill's in it. She smashed it. But anyway, Angela Bassett blow the whole car up. Talking about you know, of course, waiting to exhale. You know, a movie about you know about black love. You see what I'm saying? And about the extremes that a black woman will go to, you know, in order to to redeem herself in the event that she's been, you know, disrespected to the folks. I want to go left eye when I get the matches. Just to kind of give you an idea, you know, for, you know what I mean, the, uh, the, 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 the state of mind that Rhapsody is coming with on this track. This is empowerment, bro. This is hip hop. Empowerment. No doubt. And it don't get no, no better doubt. than that. And I love how, I mean, remember before she said, we need to say what we need to say, but some of y'all are a little sensitive. And you remember how your grandmother used to correct you, right? She would correct you and then feed you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, so yeah, I want to yeah, kick yeah, you yeah. in your ass, but then we want to no love doubt. you. You know what I mean? So she did that already mm-hmm. with, with the Cardi B's of the yeah. world. But right now in this track, she showed Cardi some love. She was like, go off like Cardi. No doubt. Don't talk about my has. baby. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I ain't no blood, but I'm about to go brazy. You know what I'm saying? So she recognizes, and like we have recognized, and we've talked about the women in hip-hop, we recognize Cardi's grind. And we gave respect to her grind in order to get where she is right now, to her grind, not necessarily to her lyrics or what she stands for in hip-hop, but just to the fact that she was able to flip up Mm-hmm. where she came from and try to make as much positive out of it as she possibly could. Now, 
10 years from now, if Cardi continues to elevate herself, never know. Maybe we'll look back and be like, okay, first, how she got on, we're just going to sweep that under the rug because where she is now. If she has people like this behind her, helping her guide the way. And that's just a fact. You know, and this to me, from Rhapsody to Cardi, is that let me put my arm around you, little sis, and let me show you how to do this thing. Because you ain't got to do it like that. We can be so much more powerful if we all did it this way. Hence the title tracks. Yeah. Don't get my good vibes confused. I go West Coast. Lower your money. Might need Viola Davis. You know what's so dope about that little section right, right there, man? Like, right. she only has 16 tracks, right? So I can only right. drop 16 names. You know what I'm saying? But that's not it. There's so many more powerful black women that I need to discuss with you. Viola Davis, again, one of our queens in Hollywood. How to Get right. Away with Murder, top rated show on CBS, NBC, one of them networks. Lawyer Money, I might need Viola Davis. Obviously, she means it metaphorically. But she's showing love to, to the queen, Viola Davis and Angela Bassett. Dope track, man. Have you always been comfortable with your body? It's interesting because when you're a teenage female growing up in the public eye, it is a lot of scrutiny that you face. And as any female that's a teenager, I definitely was not comfortable in my body. I didn't like it. I didn't understand why I had muscles. I didn't understand what I, and I stopped lifting weights. I was like, I'm not going to do this. But then after I won the US Open, I realized that my body helped me reach goals that I wanted to reach. And I wanted to be happy with it, and I was so appreciative of it, and I was, I'm always healthy, I'm really fortunate and super blessed, and I felt like not only am I happy with my body, but I want other people and other young girls that have experienced what I've experienced um, to be happy with themselves. So whatever people say, masculine, whatever, too much, too little, I'm okay with it as long as I love myself. All right, John, it's my turn, man. You didn't, <laughs> you didn't talk enough, so listen. Serena Williams, one of the most accomplished athletes of our generation. I will go even so far as to say the greatest athlete of our generation. No argument from here. A queen. Playing a sport where you are literally on an island for hours on display for the world to see as you as you defeat or you know compete against your you know opponent. And she's done it for a long time. By far, no question, the greatest tennis player of all time. And still doing it big. Just had a baby. Congratulations. Just got married. Congratulations again. Uh, her sister Venus, also one of the greatest tennis players of our generation. And, you know, the muse, the essence for this track, Serena. You know, without even listening to a syllable of the lyrics of this track. I already know what this track is about. This is the track. You know, Light Podcast Community, mm -hmm. if you have daughters, this is the song for them. Empowerment, helping them understand how powerful, how beautiful, how unique they are. And Rhapsody weaves this with such intricacy that you know you should frame these lyrics and carve them in wood and hang it on the wall of every little girl's room 
she's talking about her strife, her struggle, right? And she's taking her light and she's giving it to you. This is a gift. See what I'm saying? I don't know y'all, but keep trying. Life full of black diamonds, my career like Brian's. Slow start, but I go far. Got more heart than a giant, evolve, that's science. Still moving silence. That's a better hunt, who I learned it from? The tigers and the lions. Come on, man. he's talking about, bro? Come on, man. Are you kidding me? I, it's, it's hard for me to talk about verse two without talking about verse one because we're talking about a tennis player and a tennis player does that serve and volley but in between that serve and volley they're setting you up verse one sets up that what you just said man so intrinsically it is just there can't stop yeah got a long grain I want to stop it right there and then jump down towards the end. Black joy, euphoria. We want to smile like Gloria. That's Hove's mama. Word to my mama. That's a mother load, mothership, motherland. That's some other shit. 90s flick, 96. Set it off, boy. I'm Jada with the box braids. If I'm squeezing, that's... Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Listen to me right now. Let me help y'all understand something out there. These are bars. This is rap music. This is what it was intended for. In order to teach, inspire, uplift. And Serena is the epitome of coming out that rose through the concrete coming through the industry that she had to come through being the only of what she is her and her sister not only individually but collectively they stand as a unit that is on top of the industry that they're in yeah they're they're great individually but look up their doubles championships as well. Mm-hmm. Look up their collective efforts outside of tennis as well. Look up their joint business interests as well. These women are remarkable. And this track goes so hard to explain to you how and why that is. She talks about that Shakur, that Shakur life, Giovanni wrote it. Nikki, that's a real poet. Nikki Giovanni, Tupac Shakur. Step up one more verse. We're going to save them all, Nat Turner Tubman, for the hate you give, still thugging. I had to break it up like that for myself so I can understand it. I had to go at that backwards. And I'm just being honest with everybody out there. That's why I gave it to you that way. Because I'm telling you right now, if, like Scott said, with respect to this is that here, hold on to this, pass it down. This is that right here. This is, this is why LPs like this is why hip hop is still here 40 years later. 
And if you don't recognize that through these particular tracks, especially when she kicks it off with this Serena thing, then I don't know what to tell you. And this is this is and this is this is something that you know what I mean that I'm gonna pass on to my daughter. You know, you're never too old to learn something. You know what I mean? And I learned a lot listening to this LP, man. But this is something that I'm gonna pass on down to my daughter. She said, and she and she even told you right up front. I got this from Google. She said a smooth C. Yeah, she did. She said it like three times, right? A smooth C never made a skilled sailor. And let me break it down for you real quick. That's how you learn, you know, for through adversity. That's what sharpens the sword. See what I'm saying? And she's letting you know it wasn't always peaches and cream. Wasn't always gravy. I had to grind. I had to pay dues. But I'm a diamond. I'm a queen. I kept grinding. I kept doing my thing. And look at me now. Look at me now. How was that for you as a woman of color to do that in your 20s? Um, It was a pretty big deal because um, I was the first uh, black woman to be on the cover of the Sports Illustrated Swim Edition and the first female model, not even black, but first female model to be on the cover of GQ. So at the time I was young and I didn't understand just how big it was, but in retrospect, I'm like, ow, that's done, it's over. And I did that, meaning now, you know, hopefully more people can be let through those doors. That's what it's about. You know what I mean? She was very careful, you know, and as she should have been, you know, when, when choosing you know the muse for each of these tracks and as you can see you know she didn't stop there she also dropped little hints little diamonds little you know what i'm saying little nuggets inside the song you know shouting out other queens you know the viola davises the angela bassis the nikki giovanni's you know what i mean she she did shout out a Fanny, even though we've gotten a Fanny shaquille track later on in the lp but here we go with the tyra banks track and you know what much respect to Rhapsody for doing this, man. So a lot of people don't realize that, you know, Tyra Banks is a lot more than just a pretty face on the Sports Illustrated right. magazine cover. You know what I mean? So she's also um, in one of my favorite movies, uh, Higher Learning, an extremely important movie. But Tyra, you know, is also an entrepreneur. See what I'm saying? And she encourages other entrepreneurs to do business in black communities. And she's done a lot for black communities. And obviously Rhapsody understands that. And that's why she chose you know, Tyra Banks, one of the reasons why she chose Tyra Banks for this for this track, but she also chose Tyra Banks. This is just my personal opinion. She chose Tyra Banks for her beauty. And it's no secret. You know what I mean? This is something that Rhapsody has struggled with. You know, I think throughout her career is the lack of respect given to her femininity. Am I saying that right? <laughs> you're going to ask me if you're saying it right. You know how many right? words I butcher while we're on here. <laughs> But you know what? I blame, again, commercial hip-hop for that. See what I'm saying? They've built up the female MC to something that is unobtainable. No that doubt. is not sustainable. No the sex appeal, the curvature, and all this and that. Not to say that, you know what I mean, that's... What he's trying to say is, if you look like that naturally, yeah. you look like that naturally. Then He's not... I just know Scott. We mm-hmm. talked about this before, and he, he has nothing against that. But if you have to yeah. aspire to get, if you aspire mm-hmm. to get those things plastically, to to give off a certain look, then that's wrong. Or if that's all you got, see what I'm saying? If, if if that's all you got, then then what is this? Then what then what's this all about? See what I'm saying? Rhapsody right. would rather come to you with substance first, and then back that up with her beauty. And that's what this track is about. She's letting you know she's fine. I love the chorus. See what I'm saying? She got a lot more to offer than sex appeal. She could wear the heels. 
No, but she can doubt. also cross you up. She can shoot that. She can. She can. She can jail you up. She no can doubt, have a conversation man. with you, John. You can take her to. You can take her to your family's house. See what I'm saying? You can play her music. You know, on the radio. You can play her videos on YouTube in front of your mother. There's a lot to be said for that. No doubt, man. You know what I mean? There's a lot to be said for that. There's a lot to be said for that. She's letting you know. I'm beautiful. I'm stunning. I'm sweet like honey. Fine to the gristle. I can make a blind man whistle. Got too much love for you to ever have an issue. She's letting you know confidence was never a problem for me. That's just how you measured me in the beginning. Female MC. Oh, you look like that? What? You rap like that? You too lyrical? Come on. Come on. Now that she's established herself lyrically, she's letting you know. I already know. I'm beautiful. And she is. Rhapsody is, is, is fine. Inside and out. You know what I'm saying? And that's what matters. That's what you should be aspiring to. All that other shit. Bro, beautiful girls get ugly real quick. Real I got nothing quick. else to offer. I ain't going to break that down anymore for mm-hmm. anyone else. But uh, I just want to touch upon verse two of this particular track man because she talks about i love how rhapsody she layers all of her tracks with people she admire or people that she's proud of Mm -hmm. and they could be one and the same in in some instances you know in verse two she talks about all sorts of moguls you know what i mean who she talk about first are forever president four four you know, my president still 4-4. Take note. Beyonce solos. Mm. You know, hold those till we get mo- until we moguls. Lift every voice for the pofo. More black-owned hair stores. Revolutionary Castro. But go a little further down. One of my favorite things that she invokes here is Misty Copeland. Google Misty Copeland, everybody. Mm-hmm. She's the prima ballerina, the one of the first or the first prima ballerina in New York. I, for, I forget for what particular studio, but I, um, it's a very prestigious studio. I can't remember off the top of my head, but she was the first prima ballerina. That means the head ballerina for that particular studio. I'm just a quick sidebar. Scott and I, a couple years ago, we had Senator Toy Hutchison on the Light Podcast for our politicking uh, episode. Her daughter is Cameron Hutchinson, and she's a ballerina. And you guys can Google her. I really strongly suggest that you Google her because, and Google basically hip hop ballet. And this is my little cousin. Her and her crew out of Chicago, she now dances in New York, started a whole movement called hip hop ballet. And it's fire. So when we talk about here on the Light Podcast how hip hop is art and how it has permeated every other art form that you could possibly imagine. And if you're not familiar with the hip hop ballerinas, it's called Hiplet. Check it out. They've been all over the world. They've been on the cover of L magazine. Again, this Misty Copeland invocation at this particular moment brings all this into play as well. Because if you're not studying the lyrics, if you are listening to a hip hop artist that does not make you study his or her lyrics, I strongly suggest you start listening 
to another hip hop artist. I just want to talk about how she ends the track because it's, you know, super powerful. You know what I mean? Again, she's talking about the doubters. She's talking about the naysayers. And in doing that, you know, I, I love how she does it, man, because these are lessons. These are lessons, these are gems that she's dropping for the for the young ladies. You know, for anyone that that, that feels like they're, they're they're misunderstood or misrepresented. She said, I you know, said I'd never make it. I parked the Audi in the garage. Motto of success, don't change. Be who you are. Don't matter who I'm addressing, it's cut from the same cloth. But I'm here for a different cause. We seldom receive applause. Never receive awards. If we ain't modeling something named Fendi, Gucci, Dior, women like me ignored, but it's all right. Outsiders never change what's in store. No. Be who you are. You know, Jim, Jim, Jim Carrey is one of my what? favorite comedians of all time. One of the things that he said and applies directly to, to a rap that he's saying here is, he said, be different. If you strive to be the same as everybody else, if you striving, you know what I'm saying, to, to keep up with the Kardashians, to keep up with whoever, then you become invisible. But if you stand out on your own and you be that special person who you were destined to be by God. They don't feel you though. Nah, outsiders never change what's in store. Who you are is destined. Don't be invisible, you are so much greater than that. And Scott, tell them, why is it so important for her to invoke the designers that she invoked talking about she could never wear those? Because that ain't what she's about. You know what I'm saying? I think with this particular, you know, this, this particular, you know, how she ended the song, I think that's what commercial hip hop is, you know, though that's, right. the, that's the framework that they've laid. You see what I'm saying? You know, you have to, you have to have the bling. You know what I mean? You got to, you got to show your ass. You know what I'm saying? You got to, you know, you got to, to, to flaunt all these different, there it is. you know, there brands it is. that don't there give a shit about you. They don't give a shit about you. But she's, I'm not about that. What I'm about is way more valuable than Fendi, Gucci, Dior, Prada, whatever. Way more valuable. They ignored me. You know what? Let them have it. I'm all right. It's all right. Outsiders never change what's in store. Just because you, you fronted on me, just because you ignore me, I'm good. You can't change what's about to happen. What's about to happen is me. I'm about to take charge of this and push this thing forward. This is going on long enough, y'all. It's going on long and enough. And you know who I thought of when I heard that particular bar, that the, the end of that particular cut? I want to have I, I'm, that. I, Dondi. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Because okay. she's cut from a different cloth. Like she made her own path. Yeah. You know what I mean? Talking to Dondi, you no know, doubt. about her fashion houses and stuff like that. She was just simply like, I had to start making my own clothes because I was so petite, nothing fit me. And my mom and I, we would buy stuff and we would still mm -hmm. have to take it home and alter it so much we'd almost make something new. So I had to get into my own lane and start making clothes for me that I like for me. And if y'all don't Google Google this, Kia like Tomlin fashion. Google that. Google doing, that. Doing big things. Doing big things.
another queen, another queen just doing it the way it should be done through her own self-essence and not caring about what everyone else says that she should do. I'm not even going to tell you anything about her life. Google Kia Tomlin. What's it called again, Scott? Uptown what? Uptown Pittsburgh. There it is. The caged bird sings with a fearful trill of things unknown but long far still. And his tune is heard on the distant hill while the caged bird sings of freedom. The free bird thinks of another breeze and the trade winds soft through the sighing trees and the fat worms waiting on a dawn bright lawn and he names the sky his own. But a bird that stalks down his narrow cage can seldom see through his bars of rage. His feet are tied, his wings are clipped, so he opens his throat to sing. I can't be no bird in the cage. My bad. I don't want to wait. Scott, this track by a man, my daughter's named after Maya Angelou, and she spells it the exact same way, M-A-Y-A. Love you, baby girl. And this track right here, man, is, in my opinion, while it is not, let me just, it is the opus of this particular LP. How can you have a track list of all of the powerful and influential black women without talking about Maya Angelou? It's the anchor. Whew. It's the anchor. Mama Maya, man, mm-hmm. Mama Maya was... She was so much to so many people. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I I can only imagine, you know, there's certain people that I've always just wanted, not necessarily to sit down and, you know, everybody, if you could talk to one person who would, nah. There's, for me, because, you know, I'm, I'm one of those, you know, empath type people. I can feel people's emotions and stuff when I'm in the room. Mm-hmm. I would, I would have loved to have just been able to sit in a room with her while she was creating not say anything to her not just you know be that proverbial fly on the wall but instead of being that fly on the wall just be a person just sitting there observing her just being able to feel her energy man just to being able to soak up everything that was coming in and out of her man you know this woman Maya Angelou if you don't know then I don't know what to tell you Google can't even help you no doubt man this this track was was birthed from one of Maya Angelou's most famous poems, and that's Cage Bird. You know what I mean? I, yes. And if, you know, again, John, you know, you talk about Google, Google Cage Bird, read that. And you will understand the strife and the struggle and the envy of the black man mm. in the mm-hmm. United States. Hence, you know, metaphorically, the caged bird. You know, an uncaged bird, you know what I mean? He can fly, he can, he can see the sun, right? He can, he, he can go hunting for worms. He can sit on a tree and see the valley. But what can a caged bird see, John? Bars. <sighs> Nothing. He yep. sees despair. You see what I'm saying? So when a caged bird sings, he sings songs of freedom. You feel me? And, uh, you know, this song is, is an utter masterpiece. 
sorry, it's the anchor. Yes, it is. It's an anchor of the album. Like you can read the lyrics for this particular track here. And if that doesn't uplift you and empower you to go do something great, then you need to do some serious soul searching. You see what I'm saying? I can't be no cage. I can't be no bird in the cage. I stay moving forward and elevate from the floor. You know what I mean? Until you do more than Lauren, the future's important. They tell me, do what mm, you can. Say that again. The future's important. They tell me, do what you can. Man, I'ma do it like Jordan. Rhapsody mm. is telling you what drives her. Mm. You see what I'm saying? She's transferring the power. She's transferring the drive that she has in her. And she's giving it to you. Bro, this is this is worth, you know, a thousand Christmases. This is a gift that she's giving you. She's letting you know you are mega powerful. Believe it. Believe it. See what I'm saying? The cages, you know, the, the metaphorical cages that we that we believe that we're trapped in. Power through that shit. See what I'm saying? Gotta check myself, mama. Talking about, she's talking to Maya. Gotta check myself, right. mama. Told me, just like old Morgan, free man. A cage bird sings a song mm. for freedom. Going borderline crazy thinking about the children. Michael Jackson told us, mm. get off the wall. Come on. You know what I'm saying? This is, these are gems. You know what I'm saying? Rhapsody rose above the bullshit. She gave you a gem. This song's a masterpiece, man. It's a masterpiece, plain and simple, top to bottom. It's the anchor of the album. Man, like she talks about. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I was gonna say, you know, just to wrap it up, man. It's my native language. Ain't gotta say it in moccasins. Whatever I be rocking, I speak the truth. Like two, two, two times two. That's four, four, four. Paying homage Ooh. to Jay. Yep. Better than second before. time. Second time. Better than before. Be three times the lady. Like we singing the Commodores. Bro, how many, how many icons, how many legends is she gonna drop on this LP, man? Man, she dropped W. E. B. Du Bois above oh. that. I mean, oh. I mean, how many? And she also, I mean, not to give him homage, but just to show you that how crazy dope she is, she dropped Danny DeVito. Ain't no strings like Tito. No puppet, Danny DeVito. Come on, man. Yeah. Just to just to show you that I can be a little whimsical with it in the middle of something very serious let me invoke a little smile to your face real quick you know what I'm saying before I finish taking you down on down this lyrical path I mean the way she does verse 2 man is just spectacular every time they pop off I don't even engage knowing if I act up I ain't acting my age. Some days are Morpheus. Other times I'm like Trey. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Other days I'm Morpheus. I'm wise. I'm I'm all seeing. I'm all knowing. I'm very patient. Other days I'm Trey. Give me the AK. I'm going to go murk these fools. But Trey had wisdom too. See what I'm saying? No doubt. He had restraint too. No doubt. See what I'm saying? Trey Styles. You don't know who Trey Styles is. Go rent your copy of Boys in the Hood. Go down to your local blockbuster. Yep. Get that VHS. Yep. 
<laughs> you gotta have it on VHS. <laughs> you gotta have it on VHS. <laughs> Trey Styles. Trey Styles had one of the most intelligent fathers in all of Hollywood. Furious Styles. Oh. You know what I'm saying? And who played on, and who played Furious Styles, John? Come on, Lawrence Fishburne. Morpheus. Morpheus. Rhapsody laid it on real thick for you. Come on. Real Come on, thick. man. If you don't understand that these are not just lyrics and the way she, when we talk about entendres and layering and all these different terms, understand what we mean. Layering is she's making more than an entendre type reference. She's going in this situation, she's talking about a, a literary person in Maya Angelou. So what is she using? She's using literature, i.e. movies that were turned into, you know, movies, books that were turned into movies to talk about Maya Angelou. She's talking about great writers like W.E.B. Du Bois. Tuskegee. Come on. I mean, if you don't understand why she's choosing, it's not just, oh, this may fit here. Oh, that may fit there. No. There's a purpose. And I approach him like Michael on the Motown stage. Check out that Hitsville, the making of Motown. And you'll understand that line. I mean, not that it was out before this, but she obviously did her homework to understand how Michael Jackson and the Jackson 5 came up in and, and just took over Motown. You don't understand how ingenious this particular track Maya is then I don't know what to tell you I would just suggest study a little bit more understand the layering and the music and the production Scott break that production down for one time you haven't done that in a couple and a few tracks I just break down that production I just want to say one last thing you know about the lyrics and then we'll get into that so I can't, I can't help myself, John. I got to do it, bro. This is the Cage Bird by Maya Angelou. I'm just going to sing the third. I'm just not sing. I'm going to recite the third stanza, and I'm going to drop back into the song for a second. She said, The caged bird sings with a fearful trill of things unknown but longed for still, and his tune is heard on the distant hill, for the caged bird sings of freedom. So now we jump back into the track. And the chorus of the song is so damn powerful, man. She said, Mama always told me don't waste the time. I can't be no bird in the cage. You heard what I said about the caged bird and it sings of freedom. But she said, my bad, I don't wanna wait. Knock on wood, it's gonna be a long night. Stay moving forward. Don't waste your soul. Can I go back to the first track for a second, John? What's the first thing Rhapsody said to you? Come on. The Bring first thing Rhapsody said to you was emit light. Yes. Don't waste your soul. Emit light. But I know it seems like we get deep into this and we do it on purpose. See what I'm saying? It's it's I think it's you know few and far in between that we get into albums like this. You know what I mean? But this is that important. This is that. No doubt. That relevant to, to our culture. There's a reason why we do the live podcast. This album right here 
We're going to be talking about for a long time so we get used to it. This is why we do the light podcast. You know what I mean? Born ready. Born ready. <laughs> like I came out in some cleats, double laced, to run the world. <laughs> Come on, man. She said, she said, she said, I ain't the one to cross. I left that burden to Lecrae. Lecrae is dope, by the way. Yeah, yep. Come on, man. Come on, man. This is, this is. Mm. Mm. So, talking about production, Soul Council, Knife Wonder, his crew. Yes, sir. Knife Wonder and his crew. You know what I mean? Knife Wonder, Young Guru, a few others. Um, It's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece and it's exactly what you would come to expect anytime the soul council is involved this is a masterpiece y'all. top to bottom every track it is unskippable there's something in there for everybody but what i can guarantee you what we can guarantee you is by the time you get to track 16 that's going to be next episode but by the time you get to track 16 you will be fulfilled no question about it 